This is Black Girls Vibe. I'm Michelle. And I'm Andrea. What up, man? What's going on? I can't call it. You know, just, you know, surviving um, pandemics and racial reckonings and no. know, insurrections yeah. and riots and whatnot. <laughs> just little things. Just, just you know, trifle, trifle matters. Trifle matters. Oh, there's so much to catch up on. <sighs> yeah. Do we want to, do we want to talk about Wednesday? I figure, you know, we we should because it's not like it didn't happen and uh it's yeah, it's just kind of where we are. So yeah. We're we're now a few days removed from it, but uh <laughs> the activity around it has not stopped. The activity hasn't stopped and it, it feels as though more of a, a pause in preparation for more. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, my ability to focus uh, ever since a mob of rioters uh, tried to overthrow the government on Wednesday, my, my ability to focus hasn't been much of anything. How about yours? No, about the same. Um, you know, it was a good part of, of a Wednesday afternoon when I had planned to really be productive and do, you know, you're trying to knock off the to-do list. The and, list. <laughs> You just see what was supposed to be this procedural process and activity that should have taken maybe half hour. Right. I think it would have been longer with all the challenges. And then just to watch it unfold, it's just, it was hard to turn away. It just was. The belief of what's happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, my, my, I had much the same experience, like a planned set of activities to try to get accomplished on Wednesday. And, um, but knowing, like, uh, knowing or sensing that uh, there would be controversy, just we knew the delay that was gonna be caused in the procedural matter because of the, uh, the anticipated objections. But when it took a left, yeah, like I was done, I was done. Yeah. Uh, and I've been trying to really get back, you know, uh, where I was before, you know, Wednesday at noon, my time, one o'clock, your time. Yeah. Um, you know, I've talked to, you know, we've talked since, since Wednesday and I've talked to other friends and I'm sure you have too, you know, just speaking as a black woman, um, my reaction to the folks who say, well, this isn't America. Uh, I, I submit that America was being the most American that it could be on Wednesday. Right. And, and I had, um, to your point of talking to, yes, we had a good extensive conversation about it. And then just with talking to other friends too, I had somebody um, just in a group text ask, you know, like, why are people posting like this is America? And, you know, added some context to that. And I said, well, this is exactly why, like, that's the meaning behind it. It's not like a question of shock. Right. Of, like, this is America? Like, this is a statement. Like, yes, this, right. this is, America. is America. Full stop. <laughs> right. Full stop. Right. Um, uh, and perhaps America hasn't, outside of war on our soil, which has only happened as a, as a, once people became a country, only happened once. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, we've not seen anything quite that, that rivaled that. Before Wednesday, we hadn't seen anything that rivaled that type of um, demonstration of Americanism, if you will. Right. Uh, and, you know, this has impacted everything, uh, not the least of which being sports. And I know because we, we claim to, to talk about sports around here, we're going to get to that. But it's also important for us as, you know, that the, the first two words in our podcast, in our name of our podcast are black girls. Right. One and two, two right. and one. Uh, and so it's important for us to have this conversation. You know, it would feel inauthentic, I think, for us to just hop into other things without talking about what's more than the elephant in the room. Like it's the, 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 the urgent emergency, right? Like it's, it's really serious. Yeah. Agreed. Like it's just, um, You know, initially, well, prior to Wednesday, and we're still dealing with it, like the, the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, and its impact on a lot of levels. And to your point, we 
talk about sports. So there's just been a lot related to the coronavirus and, and sports, but this and, and social justice, you know, that we've clearly seen over the, in general in sports, but definitely over the past year. Um, but this is just another layer. Unanticipated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. It's, it's kind of hard to just kind of get back into our conversations and not acknowledge um, what I think will be not only something that goes down in, in history in general for the country, but just for us, just sure. a generation of something that to be alive at a point where something like this happened. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, adding that to the list. Uh, <laughs> you've said that a few times in the last 12 months, right? Like living through a pandemic. <laughs> living through a racial awakening. Mm -hmm. And now th like this, it's like, wow, like things that are usually like generationally spaced out. You know, you and I talked about it earlier this week, like thinking in terms of the, you know, these inflection points where that like, where were you when this right. happened? This, this definitely will officially fall into that bucket. I, you know, January 6, 2021. Yep. Not to sound cliche, is definitely a date that will live in infamy. Yeah. Uh, not in like 9-11, not, not in like the Challenger explosion. And, and for an older generation, not in like the Kennedy assassination. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, some pretty historic stuff. And, and there's, you know, it's easy to get to a, a conversation around sports. I will acknowledge that, um, my consumption of sports has been affected by stuff that's been going on. My monitoring, I'm still keeping up with it, but as far as just consuming it and watching uh, games, particularly NBA, I, I have to admit I haven't really watched many games thus far in the season. How about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. Like I, you know, watched the um, couple of the kickoff games or to the season. Mm -hmm. um, around Christmas day. But mm -hmm. since then, yeah, I mean, I know it's only been, you know, a few weeks, a couple weeks right? since the season started, but I can't say that I followed it much either. Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, I have felt like a sense of like my, my, my attention has been needed elsewhere. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, to the extent that I have time now that having been said, um, and I don't want to get too far away from, from this discussion about like Wednesday and everything and, and its connection to sports. We do have wild cap card action going on as we speak. So we'll get to that. Yes. Important. That's important. Um, but you know, the, the sports connection to what happened Wednesday and, uh, I'm going to let you, uh, uh, as the Georgian between us, uh, talk about uh, the positive thing that happened for those of us, uh, and we, I know we are, we've not been historically an overtly political uh, podcast, and that's, and that's not our, our um, it's not our lane per se, uh, but uh, being satisfied with the outcome of the senatorial runoffs in Georgia, mm -hmm. being the Georgian, you know, what's your take on uh, the role that like the WNBA and the Atlantic Dream specifically had on uh, the runoff between Warnock and Dream owner or co-owner uh, Loeffler. Yeah. Um, so I'll say, and I don't remember a timing of it, so we'll just say last summer. Um, I know you and I both have an appreciation um, and admiration for the the active engagement and the trailblazers that are in the WNBA sure. from a player perspective. So they are clearly and have been on the forefront of the social justice movement as regards to just, just being women, but then um, also female athletes. Mm -hmm. um, so to, to see last summer um, to them really come out and display, and I'm referring to the Atlanta Dream um, players, mm -hmm. just the opposition, the clear, direct opposition to, um, to Loeffler, who was there. Um, I don't know if she's one of the owners, mm -hmm. but anyway, uh, one of the owners of the team. And so, so not only the opposition to her in, in being remaining senator, but then support of, or and then support of, 
yeah, like, <laughs> like her, her rival on the Democratic side. So you get both. It's like, not only do we not, we oppose you, we're supporting the person who's in the other party who is running against you. Um, do you know how cold-blooded it is? <laughs> it is for a player to show up to a game for a team owned by their owner. Owned by the, right. Right. <laughs> and have vote the other guy, like wear that shirt mm -hmm. as you're walking into the game for the team owned by the owner you oppose politically. Right. Like that just speaks volumes. <laughs> like just, like I said, the opposition says a lot. But then the clear support of <laughs> visual right. and everything. Right. <laughs> like I oppose you who signed my paycheck and I am supporting at the same time the person who was running against you. <laughs> volumes. And I'm going to use this platform that I have as a result uh, of the job, as a result of the job I have with the team you own. I'm going mm -hmm. to use that platform to get you out of office. Right. Like, that is courage. Like, I don't care how you try to slice it. That is, that is courage. Right. Uh, and, it, and it's not a courage that, um, it's just not frequently seen in professional leagues. Uh, and, and, our, and, and WNBA players have far more to lose than uh, NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB players because they get paid, paid less. Right. So they, they literally have a lot more to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we fast forward to, so we'll say that was what, May? I don't know. It was yeah. like, it was summer of, of mid Midsummer. Yeah. Early midsummer. Yeah. So then we fast forward to November to the actual election, the general election. And, you know, the, the, I don't even remember how many people were on the ballot for, um, that U.S. candidate position, it was probably about 25 or 30. Really? It was a lot. I knew it was a lot. I didn't have a sense of like how many a lot. Well, and I could wow, be that's... exaggerating it. <laughs> There's that part too. But I do remember when um, now Senate-elect Warnock um, made the statement, you know, like on the ballot, like you have to flip over to find me because they were in alphabetical order. And clearly just having the W's. Like, yeah, like there's the rest of us, turn, turn the page. Um, so that he made it, they, so they both made it to the runoff because it was so, like, the, the results were so close and um, because there were so many. There right, so many like candidates. nobody was going to get 50%. No. Plural, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we had to, as, as Georgians, um, endure a lot of, of campaigning um, on both sides. And for, for those couple months until the runoff, that was Tuesday. And so it was a late night, Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, it was, and then, you know, like you were mentioning earlier with, um, we had two Senate seats that were very competitive and very tight races. One of them was called, um, which was Loeffler's, Loeffler and Warnock. Uh, Tuesday night, and then the other came through amidst all of the right. chaos on Wednesday and was called. Um, so we in Georgia now have two Democratic senators, um, U.S. Senate, um, and Warnock being the first African-American to hold the position uh, since, well, no, in, the, in Georgia. Well, in, in, in Georgia... Uh, and in the in the the first black U.S. senator from and it can get, for Democrat yes uh, from the let's say from the Deep South certainly since Reconstruction yes maybe there was maybe there was a U, a black U.S. senator during the period of Reconstruction following the Civil War but certainly hasn't been a black Democratic senator from the deep south right destruction so right and making history yeah. yep i believe he's like one of 11 in total if i remember that number correctly okay okay um, but so there have been very few on the u.s senate side um you know hbcu 
alum. He's a Morehouse man. Morehouse he man. Is, um, Member of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. Alpha, Phi Alpha. So he's got, and, and born, he's a native. So, yeah. and pastor. I mean, there are so many. So many, like, they, you know. Yeah. So many things. But yeah, so it, it completes um, from a political side, which we've all seen, the, the turning Georgia blue. So Georgia is officially, at least in this season, a blue, a blue state. A blue state, yeah. Yeah. But I think the test will be, you know, we'll see when, because he's feeling completing a term, the test will be 2022. Right. Yeah. For, um, for Warnock. Right. Ossoff has a, is a full six year term. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but Georgia's, you know, definitely hopeful. It was certainly blue for the purpose of this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and hopefully uh, that trend continues. Yeah. Uh, so, um, also, it, it's unfortunate that Ossoff's uh, win got overshadowed by the unfortunate events in DC. Uh, on Wednesday afternoon, and just hours after, and, and uh, uh, that was going on, and while law enforcement uh, agencies, uh, federal and state and local, were getting things together in DC, NBA uh, teams prepared to play a slate of games on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll be real, I didn't, I didn't even know there were games. I didn't watch them. I, I didn't even try. Like my, my attention, as I'm sure. It, was the case with you and millions of others. I just, I, it was hard to think in terms of watching sports uh, 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 Wednesday, but I do understand uh, that uh, teams contemplated, uh, struggled with whether to play. And, and it, should, it shouldn't, what also shouldn't have get, should not get lost is that either on Tuesday or Wednesday, the local prosecutor in Kenosha, Wisconsin decided not to charge the officer or the officers who shot um, Jacob Blake, right? Who we know was the the, the whose uh, shooting was the impetus for the Wildcat strike, right? Uh, or the work stoppage. Trying to get these terms all right together. Uh, so the NBA players had kind of the double whammy of that announcement, particularly the Bucks, that that, that announcement, and then this riot and this insurrection that. And we might as well go ahead and unpack this. You know, we know that if tables had been turned and it had been masses of, of, of black people or people of color engaging in the behavior, uh, the depraved behavior, the violent behavior, the seditious behavior we saw on Wednesday, mm-hmm. we know that more than uh, four of us would have been killed. Correct. Or died. I mean, yeah, yeah. We know we know that. Well, well. Let me let me be more specific with it. We know more than likely more than one person would have died at the hands of the police, because out of the four, one was shot by Capitol Police. Another woman was what trampled by by her her compatriots. Right. And the other two had one had a stroke and one had a heart attack. Right. So only one of the four was actually uh, uh, died as a result of some type of um, police intervention. There would have been more than one black person dead if we had if we had engaged in the behavior. And the um, the fix is to stop shooting black people. It isn't to shoot more. It isn't to shoot right. More. It's not to shoot more. The it's not like you just, like right. we just, just shoot shoot uh, fewer of us. <laughs> For, for far less or non-existent crimes. Right. Um, so NBA players had all that swir- you know, swirling in their heads as they pre- pre- prepared to play. All, te- all games went off, as far as I know, as planned. Some took different tacks as far as, I think, was there some kneeling, uh, wear- wearing of Black Lives Matter shirts, but ev- everybody played. Right. Uh, I had been wondering, and I, and I want to ask you, like, prior to Wednesday, did you see players continuing to engage in, in NBA players specifically, continuing to engage in activism uh, after last season, 
or or did you see it kind of falling away for them as a, as a priority before Wednesday? Before Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. I can't say that I recall seeing quite the level um, of engagement as when they were in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your point, and so there may have been, you know, with the news cycles and just, we have very, it's like we're, whatever the, the thing is to grab everybody's attention that moment, um, that's the focus. But I can't say that I can pinpoint to some continued um, either activity, engagement by a one player, a group of player, a, you know, a team since they left the bubble. You know, right, like right. the last, um, I guess, kind of act that I recall is when they stopped playing um, to support the, uh, I think it was, was it Minnesota, the Bucks, um, and not play. Milwaukee, yeah. Like Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that's like the last thing that I recall. I don't remember. So I didn't know that there were games Wednesday. It wasn't until Thursday that morning that I was listening to probably like some sports radio or something. And they were talking about, or just having a discussion around um, whether players should have played or, you know, if the NBA should have called the games in a similar manner to um, how games they're in the bubble, they're in the mm-hmm. bubble decided not to play and I was like oh they're games huh who knew <laughs> well, well let, let's take a step back and uh to that to that point like we could have a whole conversation and do a whole episode around should or shouldn't teams be playing in the middle of a pandemic right because <laughs> that is still going on that still happens to be uh a serious concern Right. Uh, where the whole country is a hot spot, asymptomatic transmission is the primary means through which it's being um, um, transmitted. Um, so, you know, there, there, is a, there is just a, a ground level philosophical question around whether any team should be playing uh, under the circumstances of uh, a worldwide pandemic that involves a respiratory condition. So, yeah, I um, we'll see. I guess what um, how, how NBA players and how NFL certainly the NFL did not like they they gave no thought to no like there was no way the slate of, slate of games would not happen today. Like you know, no, it's it's wild card Saturday. And it's that wild was- card Saturday. They played two hundred fifty six regular season games. Come hell or high water, yeah. That was actually part of the discussion yeah. that the um, that the <laughs> of the <laughs> surprise the NBA continued to play and then well what is what statement or because there were statements that were being released you know by different groups or whatever but it's like well what is the NFL doing and the comment was <laughs> they're focused on like on on the coronavirus like the pandemic is the thing that they're head down trying to figure out how to play. So they don't have the time. They got <laughs> the, the blinders. The blinders are on. Like we we're dealing with the pandemic, trying to get through wild card weekend. Like we, we don't know what else. We don't have time to deal with overturnings of, of governments and stuff. Minor <laughs> details. details. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, somehow the, the Washington football team stumbled its way through its connection to the NFC East into the playoffs. So we have an insurrection having in a city that has an NFL team. Right. Like that. <laughs> right. But, you know, but the, the only thing of that, you know, too, the, the lack of, of, of statement to it and having a team that could have been affected. I mean, if this right. thing had gone really crazy if, if we don't know the extent of their plan what if their target had been um is it fedex rfk is now fedex i think fedex I think stadium so. yeah um yeah so uh i guess we'll just have to see what it would take for it uh this to get the nfl's attention in a way that uh they have some public reaction 
I'm, I'm stopping short of saying that they don't play a game because I think they've made it pretty clear nothing is going to stop them from playing a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, I think we're past the point of expecting them to postpone a game because of certainly coronavirus. I mean, the Broncos had to play without a quarterback, without an available quarterback. <laughs> I still can't believe that, but, you know, like you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I, I don't know that I expected much from the NFL with regard to what happened uh, uh, in Washington. Uh, and I guess we'll see what happens with the NBA. Uh, they, I know that hopping forward a week and a half, we get into inauguration week. Mm-hmm. The NBA always do, has its MLK right. yep. commemoration. Um, uh, so we know there'll be games. That there's usually a series of games that day, that Monday. Right. Uh, and, and we know that this group, uh, these, this group of extremists that they're planning on um, creating disruptions and, and provoking more violence starting next weekend into Inauguration Week. Uh, so I guess we'll just have to buckle up and see uh, how this impacts the sports world. Uh, whether, you know, heaven forbid, like, yeah, it, it could just get really ugly. It could get really ugly. Yeah. Um, and yet, uh, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Well, speaking of, of NFL playing games, we got a run of games today, run of games tomorrow. This is known as Wild Card Week weekend, and this is hands down my favorite. I don't know if you know this. It's, a, I, it's my week. It's, it's my weekend. Like this, I love Wild Card Weekend. All the games throughout the day. Usually it's cold outside. Like it's perfect football <laughs> watching weather typically. Uh, we're getting like we have kind of ideal conditions here today, so I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked to get to watch to get to watch um, some of the matchups. So I know, let's see, we only had instead of two teams out of each conference getting a bye, we only had one one coming out of each, right? So your boy and the Packers have the bye on the NFC side. Yes. <laughs> and your QB has the bye on the AFC side. Yes, that is correct. So I'm just winning. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Except for in our fantasy football. You're, you're going to be – are we going to talk about that? Are we really doing that now? I mean, We, we don't have to. Okay. <laughs> Congrats to Gerald Marbury, who's the winner of our <laughs> – of our league, it's a tough one. Um, yeah, so Mahomey and AA Ron, your boys doing their thing. You, you that, um, yeah. Um, are are they who you think will end up? Will it come down to those two teams in the Super Bowl? In your view, I think so. I think it'd be a really good matchup too, um, because just for I think for the duration of the season, and I know I probably watched more Packers games. Well, it's kind of all relative because it's clearly just based on regional coverage and whoever. Yeah, who you can watch, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think by in lieu of, you know, by way of that, I ended up watching more Packers. Packers, games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and saw a little more of like the losses they had were real bad. They uh, were. They were some they, hard, they, ugly they, losses. They were. They were, which is really interesting. You know, you compare them. Excuse me for a second. You compare them to, um, like, the Chargers, who certainly had more losses, but they had closer games. Like, right. their losses, well, a number of their losses were just closer and more competitive until the end. Uh, and, and, you know, some would say it came down to poor, like, uh, play calling. Right. But when the Packers lost, I mean, they – they lost, lost. You they know? lost, lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they lost, there's, lost. There's nothing kind of equivocal about it. It's like, no, nah, they, they lost. Um, like, yeah, that's fine. Like, no longer have to watch this game. So with a really, really, really good playing Packers team and Chiefs team, I think that is the best. I still think that they're the best two teams yeah. um, in the NFL this year. 
do you have uh, on either in either conference do you have any uh, teams that you think could make a deep run or be that threat to to them on their on the respective sides I know I'm just I, throwing, I'm just throwing questions at you like randomly I like, like to see the Titans um, make a yeah. move yeah you know clearly big Derrick Henry fan uh, yeah uh, so I really like to see them I don't know shake things up a make a bit. deep run. Make a deep run. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think on the NFC side though. NFC, you got you got uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So <laughs> <laughs> you have Tampa Bay. You have Washington Football Team. You have the Rams. You have the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You have the Bears, and you have uh, New Orleans. So, you know, clearly still a big Russ fan. He started out the season really well. And then kind of got a little shaky. He was was my QB. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know how. (laughs) Yeah. So, the Seahawks, um, you know, I know (laughs) kind of had a little outing with uh, Drew Brees uh, last year with his comments related to – Social justice and kneeling uh, and, right. and and like the blue lives mattering and whatnot. Yeah, um, but Alvin Kamara, I can't say enough about how well he has played this year. I'd like to see him, and I guess then the Saints. Um, I don't know the NFC just feel, but those are kind of like the usual teams, right? So yeah, yeah certainly. So, um, so it's a little more on the AFC side. Like I'd like to see the the, the Titans um, go deep. Yeah, uh, yeah. How about you? Yeah. So I, I'm like I'm kind of like you. I'd like to see the the Titans make uh, a deep run. I'm a you know uh, a big Derrick Henry fan as well. Um, <clears throat> I have some. I, I, you know, we on our page we have folks who are like diehard Steelers fans. Uh, yeah. and, and, and historically, kind of because of Birmingham's connection to Pittsburgh, there, you know, Bir- Birmingham feels a kinship, I would say, to, to Pittsburgh. And so mm-hmm. you'll find a number of Steelers fans here. So, you know, I'm all, you know, I am somebody who hopes that, you know, the, the Steelers do well and I want, you know, Mike Tomlin to do well. Yeah. And I will say to this, you know, on this recording, as I said to you recently, the Steelers aren't well. No. <laughs> they are not well. No, and, they're, they're not. Um, could the Browns beat them tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. If they can't get their run game going and Roethlisberger all of a sudden can't see receivers, we are in trouble. <laughs> so I don't see it for the, I don't see this. I, I, you know, the Steelers could very well be one and done the way, just the way they've been playing. You know, my, my, my fantasy league kind of tanked when the Steelers started when the to... Steelers. Cause I, you know, it was a little, you know, I had Chase Claypool. I know you had Juju cause I had tried to get Juju in that round. And then yeah, but you know, before I could get him, the, the value of having, we're Juju not going to harp on that. Oh, <laughs> we've gotten over it. <laughs> Are we sure? But have we, but have we, we don't know. <laughs> Friend, I was so close. Like, I was like, I had Juju queued up. I had him. And I'm like, he's there. He's there. He's there. Perfect. And he's not there. We got him. Son of a gun. <laughs> Literally, it was the pick before, like, right before yours. Or <laughs> to be clear, like, right, like, Oh. Only thing standing between me and Juju was me. AF. Oh, dear friend. <laughs> be your own people, man. It be your oh. own. <laughs> it's like, oh. oh, he's still available. Oh. <laughs> right, so then I'm having to scramble, like, well, who is this guy going to get instead? I don't know. I think that's low key how I ended up with Chase, as quiet as it's kept. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, that's fair. It's all good, friend. My bad. <laughs> My bad. 
but yeah, I mean, if you if you were relying on uh, any component of the Steelers <laughs> in the first half of the season, you were great. Or the first, you know, three quarters of the season, you were great. But they did you dirty if you needed them in the in the stretch. Yeah. And and at the same time, like Russ, you know, went from like cooking to like simmering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah my numbers kind of between those two. Kind of peeled off quickly there. Yeah. yeah, he was cooking. He was, he was wasn't he, was he really, the MVP? He was the the early. yeah early on, early on for sure. Yeah. Um, like you on the on the NFC side, I'm just you know thinking about you know, uh, the petty of me doesn't want Tampa Bay to go anywhere. Yeah. Um. Uh. I am somewhat agnostic about the Washington football team. I mean, I, you know, I don't think they should go far just by virtue of the fact that they are coming. They are, they've made it to the playoffs with a, with a losing record. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I know we, it seems like we walk in lock, lockstep on a lot of things, but at the end of the day, if I had to choose like another team other than the pack, I think it's going to be the Packers and, and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl as well. But if I had to choose another team coming out of the NFC, uh, I think I think it's uh, New Orleans. Uh, yeah. And with there being rumblings that this is Drew Brees' this last year, yeah. a man's got eleven healing broken ribs. Yeah. So I would understand if he decided he didn't want to endure another year of punishment. You know, like this being in his forties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I offer that to say, you know, perhaps that will be like the spark and the motivation. You know how like when um, the season that uh, uh, the, the, the Ravens last won a Super Bowl was like Ray Lewis's last season. Right. And so like there was a lot of emotion and energy and motivation just, you know, doing it for Ray, so to speak. So I think there could be a similar, you know, we know Saints fans to be very passionate. Oh, yes. Like extremely passionate. So I, I think that that, that, and I think that, you know, <laughs> The Saints fans are, you know, they're a pretty good 12th man. And speaking of 12th man, uh, I think that the frozen tundra is the 12th man for the Packers. <laughs> and <laughs> speaking of Packers and Titans, they, the matchup a couple of weeks ago where the, the, the frozen tundra is their 12th man. Like that is their, that's their cheat code. <laughs> Yeah, like if you can't get the stadium full with the with the cheese head, then oh, let it let it let, be snow. Right, right. <laughs> and let's get some sub zero temperatures going. Yeah, yeah. And let's yeah. play football. Let's play sixty <laughs> minutes. Let's go. Yeah, but and then I guess in in the converse of that, was it when they went out? Was it San Diego they played the Packers? Um, I think it was a West Coast team and. That was like the first hard L that they took in the season. I think it was a West Coast or San Francisco. Yeah. It was one of those teams and it was like, ooh, so you all don't do so well on the West Coast. In moderate climate. <laughs> but let it be, you know, however many feet of snow and below freezing, then sure. It's like the, the light turns on for them. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So that's a, that's a very good point. So uh, any, and because all roads, you know, NFC related, we'll have to go through there. Yeah. In January. Uh, I, I give advantage to uh, I give advantage to them because of it. Their field is a is a whole advantage. And the conditions. Like, where are the lines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and because we're also talking about NFL and, and the end of the regular season and going into playoffs, this is always a time when the coaching carousel conversation comes up. Ooh. And every year, you know, we, we do find ourselves shaking our heads around um, the, some of the decision making. I will say this: teams are being incredibly well, are at least working to give the appearance of being deliberate around these decisions um, this year relative to other years. Usually, by now, if you had four or five vacancies, you would have had declarations around who had gotten the job. That's true. Uh, and that, and no coaching. Has any coaching position been filled yet? Not to my knowledge. I am, yes, but, yeah. but uh, I don't know that any of the coaching, coaching vacancies have been filled. Um, I don't think so. I think there are strong talks now with certain mm -hmm. selections being made, but I don't think any, have, any decisions or announcements have been made yet. 
and I, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and put it out here too for consumption. I'm going to turn a table up there. The enemy doesn't end up the head coach of somebody's team. And uh, I, I need him to, to be high, be brought on to a team that has some prospects, right? Like not be brought into a less than ideal situation. You know, we talk about quarterbacks needing to go, you know, quarterbacks needing to go into systems, into teams where that are, that are amenable to them and their skill set. Mm-hmm. The same is true for coaches. And I think the same is especially true for, true for black coaches. Right. Uh, uh, Mike Tomlin is the exception, not the rule. Uh, and so I'm just hopeful that the enemy can, can go to a team uh, that uh, could help him be successful. Um, and I, I, I will say this, I'm not sure, and I, I don't think you'll be offended. Uh, I'm not sure Atlanta <laughs> is a good fit for him. I'm not offended by that. You're not offended. Okay. Good. I agree with that. Actually. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I truly don't want to offend. No, no offense taken. Okay. I agree. I, okay. I totally agree. Um, I struggle with whether or not with Raheem Morris still being mm-hmm. or having served as interim, if he's even a good is fit. He, is he the right fit? Yeah. 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 And I don't know. So no, I, no offense here, because I see the Falcons and <laughs> <laughs> every week. <laughs> right. right. Woo. Um, it sounds like the, the cream, cr- the creme de la creme of picks as far as coaching, you know, go, going to a team where they have the number one pick. You got Trevor Lawrence entering the draft. Uh, it sounds like it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and by reports I've seen today, and this always happens. Mm-hmm. Urban Liar, I mean Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, slip. Um, appears to be the top contender for the job, notwithstanding the fact that he hasn't coached in uh, he hasn't coached collegiately in several years and uh, hasn't coached in the NFL at all. Uh, uh, and I will admit to that being problematic with me or for me. Uh, the notion of jumping the line, mm-hmm. we see it all too often in a way that is to the detriment of the coaches of color who are working to get their shot. Right. And we saw it a couple of years ago with the Raiders hiring, um, uh, don't call that man Chucky. Um, oh. <laughs> Gruden. Gruden. <laughs> I didn't. I just had to think about his name because I was about to say. No, I, I. I didn't call him that. Again, no offense. No, I just, I just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how Gruden jumped the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this feels like what Con is, what the owner Con is doing down at Jacksonville, and just kind of bringing in um, Meyer. Um, I don't know. It feels similar. Uh, and I don't, I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, what do, what do you, what's your thoughts, perspectives on this, this, this conversation we have every year? Every year. It is. It's the same thing. And it's, and it's like outside looking in, not even being a coach. Um, like it's, if it's frustrating for me, then I can only imagine whatever word is used to describe how they feel about it. So it's like the, you know, we already know just from our profession and trying to make the, our own moves um, professionally in our own respective careers, just the twice as hard and all of yeah. all of that. Sure, and yeah. It's like, I have played football. I, and you, you start all these different, like really being groomed and growing up through the ranks. And then to have somebody who is coming in from the outside <laughs> Granted, they have coached in college football, but not um, either not recently, if they were on the professional level, or just having been not even coached at that at that level. Because let's be clear, we have plenty of examples of how we have enough. We have one in Saban, um, 
of <laughs> college <laughs> and an NFL, it's different. Different. And different. success at college level doesn't equate to success right. on the pro level. And it could be vice versa. Um, you know, although, you know, kudos to Herm Edwards. But anyway, love him. Uh, but there's still... So, yeah, I mean, I just put myself in the shoes of how in my own career as to, you know, you kind of grow and, and you, you follow what you think would be. I'm gaining all this experience at these different levels. And then somebody just comes in and it's just mm -hmm. with with none of what I have. Um, and is just able to just step in and take what is a could be a pretty, you know, like you said, out of all the vacancies, <laughs> um, one that has some potential to have a, a quicker turnaround than some of the others. It's, but yeah, here we are another year and another discussion um, at the coaching level and at the GM level. So I was, I mean, I kind of quickly saw a similar article to you this morning with, with Urban Meyer and I was just, how he was starting to gather his mm -hmm. uh, coaching staff. And I yeah. was like, really? Yeah. yeah. Like you can play it all you want with his connections, having coached at Florida whatever i mean how long ago did he and and how what difference does that yeah, make he, for him yeah, Jackson? Yeah. yeah he left he left there a minute ago yeah yeah so um i don't, I don't know i but i'm with you there i i'm identifying some furniture that could be turned <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm scoping it out <laughs> i was trying to quickly jot down off the top like where the vacancies were it's the falcons it's the Chargers, it's the Jets, it's the Jaguars, and it's also um, Houston, right? Houston, and is Denver in there? No. No. No, okay. Then uh, it, the Chargers might be who I'm thinking about. They uh, said the Chargers, so yeah. Elway is taking on a different role, yeah. but I don't think they've made a coaching change. Like, is it Angio, is that who said? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think That's they made a change Chargers there. and Lynn. So. I, what I would have loved to have seen and, and had hoped to see play, players coalesce around this, particularly after this, uh, the, the summer of a, awakening, if you will, I want to see more players kind of, um, black players, since they make up the preponderance of the league, I want to see them make more demands around hiring practices for mm -hmm. coaches. Mm -hmm. um, I am extremely pleased by way of example to see Deshaun Watson stand up and say, hey, bro, uh, like I, I asked you to at least include me in a conversation around who you're going to bring in as GM. I wouldn't ask him to be the decision maker or have my, my word, you know, dictate, but I did ask to have conversation with you about that. Right. Uh, and so because you didn't, now I'm going to explore trade options. I think it's going to take that level of, of players making that a priority. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think it's far-fetched in this season for that to be something that they pursue. Uh, I'm not sure how, it, how this, this question that ultimately comes down to one of equity, I'm not sure how the case gets made to owners and decision makers in a way that uh, is compelling for them, compelling enough for them to act and move and to change their, their policies and procedures around uh, uh, these things. Again, I, I, I suppose the fact that they didn't just boom, 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 announce who they were hiring. I mean, they didn't pull the University of Texas, who within hours of announcing that they were firing Herman, had fired Herman, uh, had hired Steve Sarkeesian. Right. Which is part of the problem. Like how that happened is a, is a, is like emblematic of the problem. Like they clearly fired Herman with Sarkeesian in mind and to the exclusion of other prospects. And if that, if that part of the pot pipeline is, is uh, and that's part of the pipeline to head coaching jobs or coaching jobs, coordinator jobs in the NFL. So if that, if the collegiate pipeline is broken, that means the access to the NFL pipeline is compromised. Absolutely. Um, so it's, it's, it's broken. It's got to be fixed uh, so that, you know, there, there is more equity in the amongst the decision makers and then there's equity in who's being decided upon. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so maybe by the time we, we talk again, uh, those decisions will be made and we'll either be 
happy or displeased by the decisions. Yeah, um, hopefully happy, but um, maybe in some ways it may it may be both. So there may be some some turnover pieces and some some wins. Sure. And on <laughs> yeah. a related note, our our guy, you know, you and I are both uh, fans of, of Lewis Riddick. Yeah. Yeah. We know that. Uh, yeah. 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 Sure. Um, I, you know, I'd hate to see, I'd hate to see Lewis go, but I'd love for him to get, you know, tapped to be a GM, GM. We know that that Texas position has been filled, but we also, it's my understanding that he interviewed for the Falcons, mm -hmm. uh, GM role. And I don't know which other teams had GM vacancies, so I'm not as up to speed on that, but. You know, I don't want Lewis to become like the proverbial candidate, black candidate for those positions. Like, I would love to see him actually get a, a chance. Right. It's like a, a, an opportunity to be in the role. Right. So keeping fingers crossed that that happens for him this year. I know. So, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Because, yeah, I think some of those decisions will start to pan out here pretty, pretty soon. They've got to. Yeah. They've got to, you know. Uh, so... Yeah, um, on college football level, we got a few things to touch before we wrap this one up. Uh, our, our team is doing okay. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Yeah. Uh, our, our players are racking up awards left and right. Yay, yep. Devontae yeah. Smith. Yay, Most notably. Yes, congratulations to Devontae for being the winner of the 2020 Heisman mm -hmm. Award. Yes. Uh, first time that a receiver has gotten the award since Desmond Howard in 1991. So. I cannot believe it's been that long. Right. And the third time in Alabama, you know, Alabama went all those decades without being able to get the Heisman. And then, you know, since 2009, we've gotten it three times with mm -hmm. um, Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, and now Devontae. Yeah. And, and I'm finalist too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of the five, top five finalists, three were from Alabama. Yeah. So we're we're doing okay. Yeah. We got a game on Monday. Just a small one. A small, you know, <laughs> small little scrimmage down at <laughs> Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Mm -hmm. Um, it should be interesting. You know, the last time we. We went to a championship game. It was against Clemson two years ago, and it was not pretty. No, it wasn't. I think um, if it wasn't yesterday, it may have been the day before. Um, like, in, you probably had the same thing in your Facebook memories. <laughs> we, we, you, I think you would share a picture with the crying Jordan. <laughs> that yes. was from the uh oh gosh it was the national championship game that we that we um attended in atlanta the year prior i believe yeah. but it was our half or halftime photo it was our halftime like it was our it was our uh in the regulation about to start overtime it's 12 midnight yeah like that was that was the we had the jordan crying yes. yep, that one. That one. yeah so yeah, you're right. That was not a pretty game. Yeah, all. the the uh, the um, the game against Clemson wasn't pretty. I, you know, I like our chances. Uh, Justin Fields played lights out against um, Clemson. Mm -hmm. I was I was happy to see it. I was I, fine with it. I I was perfectly good with that. I was too. I was I was fine with it. He played lights out. Um, I know he, he, his ribs got busted up on that targeting, on that play yeah. up spell for targeting. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how he's, how he's healing. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I think the, the two best teams that showed up in the, in the playoffs are, are in the final. And so that's the way you want to have it be. And I don't know. I, I, am, I, I was uneasy about our chances two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, like, when it happened, and I think you and I talked about, like, girl, I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, I, ooh. You know, we, we you know, have, have been a little, you know, our, our secondary has been so kind of, 
up and down the last couple of years. You just never know which iteration of it you're going to get. Um, but I don't know the way we came on strong the last, you know, the particular last half of the season or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I have a different feeling, but you never know. You never, because I, I, Ohio state can, if they play the way they did, we're going to have our hands full. Right. Yeah. I, I it'll, it'll be, a, it'll just be a shootout. Yeah. It's not going to be an easy matchup, but I, I think it is a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm expecting a good quality game. Sure like competitive mm-hmm. either in our you know competitive both ways right right you know? and that's you know that's what you want you don't you know a, a blowout game like great like woohoo but you know the games you remember are those games where it was down to the wire and I mean like the the natty three years ago and if you know if we, if we win we're gonna have to put that video up I know Oh, oh, for those of us who need a point of reference for what we're talking about, um, Andrew and I are both introverts, uh, are, are doing this podcast, notwithstanding. <laughs> right. Uh, th- th- this is a stretch for us. Like, <laughs> is, um, but uh, in our exuberance following the uh, second and 26th uh, yeah. pass Tua to Devontae, that sealed the game in overtime. We got on Facebook Live and recorded a video, and we were pretty geeked. And, and it was a little out of character. You know, <laughs> yeah. for, you know, not like way out of character, like I can't believe, but just out of, you know, fairly kind of reserved, at least in public, you know, but we were happy and it showed. So we clapped our hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was a fun it was a fun time, fun night. But uh, yeah, so if we win, we'll we'll uh, that video will go back up. If we lose, you'll see the Jordan memes. <laughs> like it's that's you know if we you know we 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 give that smoke, we take that smoke. So when exactly. we lose, we 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 acknowledge it and have fun with it because it it is sports after all, and and you know there are far more bigger fish, more important uh, fish to fry. Certainly, yeah. in, in these times, absolutely, uh, uh, sports is, can can be an escape, but it can also be a metaphor and a reflection of the world. And we're oddly in this space where I think some people are some people are using it as an escape, and some people are viewing it as like that metaphor. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 hopeful uh, to be able to connect with sports. Mm-hmm. The way I'm used to, uh, I'm hopeful that things with the country get to a place where it feels like I can devote more energy to really consuming sports again. Right. But, you know, again, it's, 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 I'm not there yet. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not there either. Um, but look forward to, to the time where we will be and hopefully it's sooner than later. Um, yeah, absolutely. But we definitely have a lot of great memories and experiences up to this point. <laughs> for sure. And just because we weren't able to cure not a, for, 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 curate not a one last year. Not a single. Not a single. Not mm, a single. Of any sport. You know what? That, that Hawks game. That Hawks game. Uh, that we, we, ended, we both ended up there. Oh, that's right. right. Like um, after after we came back from the trip, it was like a week it or so. Was the Hawks Clippers. Yes, yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was it. That's right, and I think that was like my second or third attempt to uh, see Kawhi play. See Kawhi, and you and he didn't. I I did. That was my first time seeing Vince Carter, though. So yay, and yay. he retired. But yeah, that was the only. <laughs> that's right. And we, and we weren't even, like, we just happened to both be there. It wasn't even like, so, but that was the only, yeah, that was the only major league sports event I went to last year. Yeah, I, had for, I clearly had forgotten about that. Well, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but other than that, Black Girls Vibe hadn't had, a, hadn't had a sports event to attend. Mm-mm. Um, and no, some no. of the 
Oh, go ahead. No, no, no travel shenanigans. So no. nothing to report on that end. No. What were you going to say? No, I was just uh, thinking, you know, like the only thing we did have for, for quite a bit of time was just, um, I guess, uncovering new sports that, that we didn't recognize were sports. Uh, oh, I think it right. was, um, was it the robot? The I robot guess. competition, like yeah. when, ESPN, when ESPN was struggling for content. In like <laughs> before baseball came back. Yes. Oh yeah, like we were seeing all kinds of. Hmm. I mean, you know, you're good to get a good poker competition or tournament right. on ESPN too. But like the the types of tournaments we were seeing, yeah, they were they really struggled for a season there. They really struggled. But we're we're we're, we're you know sports are you know like fully back, and I don't think. Mm -hmm even with cases rising as they are in the States, like I don't see, like they're just back. Like there's no kind of, oh, we're, we're gonna take a, we're gonna, professionally, I don't think we're gonna see any league retract or back away from their proposed schedule. It'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, college basketball. Mm -hmm. And I think Houston uh, shut down this program, like it shut, just shut things down last week because COVID had overtaken the team. Wow. And I know Coach K has been an advocate of like, hey, maybe we should just pause and figure out whether we should be doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, so there, there are differences in opinion around that, but uh, I don't know. There's uh, NCAA has, has decided to play the um, all of March Madness in Indy. Mm -hmm. I know. I wasn't going to bring it up. Go ahead and bring it up. No, just because we were... We, we had we had tickets to the the final four championship game y'all <sighs> it was in atlanta last it was going to be in atlanta last it's gonna year. be in atlanta and then it was canceled and then it got <laughs> canceled and it got canceled like, it, was all, it was only a bucket list item i mean you know just to be <laughs> right here <laughs> so perfect but <sighs> We 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 will make it to we will make it to the final four. Like we didn't come this far, and come so close, right? To be denied, tickets delayed or not tickets denied. So that's we true. Will, that is very true. We'll, we'll we'll make it happen, friend. Yeah. Anything else we want to uh, get to before we let these good people go on their way? Got any people we want to shout out? You have anybody that's done something particularly commendable? Um, I I feel like I probably did right before we when we first started recording, but I can't now. People, you know, it's well. I, I think I mean I think your reference of the the WNBA. I mean, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I thank I you, thank and, you. Right. Yes, and represent <laughs> Orange Hoodie. <laughs> hey. Um. Yeah, like w women. Mm -hmm. And I would submit black women stay saving this Republic <sighs> between, between them and Stacey Abrams Listen. and Latasha Brown. Like they stay, sa we, we mm -hmm. stay saving this Republic mm -hmm. and, yep. and we, and we do it with the least amount of resources, the least amount of protection or security, mm -hmm. physical or financial, whatever, however you want to frame it. Yep. Stay doing it. So thank you. Thank you, WNBA. Uh, thank you, Atlanta Dream. Uh, <laughs> and thank you, Stacey Abrams. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, and, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome. That's right. That's right. All right, friend. Well, we'll, we'll uh, you want to do this again in about two weeks or so? See what's up. We'll be, two weeks, we'll be at conference championship game weekend for you know so this time two weeks from now we'll be slowly figuring out who's going to the super bowl that's right be a little deeper into the nba action a little deeper into college basketball action uh we'll see we'll be a few days into the new administration true that's right yep yep so yeah let's plan on huddling up in about two weeks and, and see where the world is and where, where you know, what, what has happened that may have brought uh, um, 
you know, what we're hearing from athletes around these issues that, you know, I, that are going to bubble up as we, as the country tries to land the plane that is the current administration's term. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure there'll be a bunch to talk about. I'm sure there will be. There will be some chapters closing um, and some new beginnings by the time we talk. So For sure. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, feel free to join us. We are on social media. We are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Black Girls Vibe Tribe. Feel free to join us. We'd like to think we have a pretty good time with our peeps particularly on our Facebook platform. That's where a lot, most of the magic happens. Uh, so uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, somewhere out and about in these social media streets. And in the meantime, y'all take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.